Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Southbound down uh, towards Fredericksburg near the Centerport Parkway, just before the exit. Everything's over on the right shoulder there. Might be a little bit of a distraction. Downtown accident reported southbound on DC 295 near Pennsylvania Avenue, southeast. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Expect a mixture of clouds and sunshine on your Saturday and the first day in quite a while where temperatures will be at and below average. On top of that, we'll have a northwesterly wind blowing this morning, 35 to 42 degrees. Later today, temperatures will top out between 42 and 47 degrees. Again, a mixture of clouds and sunshine for today. Brighter skies on Sunday and near 50 degrees with a southwesterly lighter wind. It will feel more comfortable. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 degrees in our nation's capital at 1259. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it February 24th. I'm Dean Lane. Welcome in. Coming up on WTOP this early morning, voters in South Carolina head to the polls this weekend, Saturday morning, for the state's Republican presidential primary. Why hopes may be dimming for a new Cap Swiss arena in Alexandria. Why estimates that a new arena would bring billions of dollars to Virginia may be overly optimistic. I'm Scott Gelman. Fighting fires and the stigma around mental health. I'm Kate Ryan. It was a mixed day on Wall Street to wrap your business week. Good morning. Welcome in 1 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Christopher Cruz. A showdown Saturday between former President Trump and former Governor and Ambassador Nikki Haley. Here's CBS's Robert Costa. An intense push for votes in South Carolina for the last two Republican presidential candidates. We have a country to save. Top Republicans tell CBS News they're urging Haley to stay in the race as long as possible in case Trump is convicted in the criminal hush money case set to begin next month in New York. In the meantime, her supporters are weighing their options if she were to drop out. I would sit this election out if Donald Trump and Joe Biden were the only nominees. Polls open in the Republican presidential primary in South Carolina at 7 a.m. Ukraine's military is losing on the battlefield. President Volodymyr Zelensky is blaming the losses on a shortage of weapons. CBS's Charlie Daggett is in western Ukraine. Just as the full-scale invasion enters its third year, Ukraine suffers its worst loss in months. Forces making a hasty retreat under fire from Abdika. Russian President Vladimir Putin filmed taking a ride in a nuclear-capable bomber, had mocked what he called Ukraine's chaotic flight from the city. Police have made an arrest in the killing of a 22-year-old nursing student in Georgia. CBS's Mark Strassman has that. The 22-year-old honor student was murdered as she jogged alone, jarring Athens, home of the University of Georgia. She was a sweet girl. It's obviously devastating for my sorority. All the girls were like at the house crying. Athens is your textbook college town. Lake Herrick is another option for students to jog, walk, relax. But the woods behind this lake is where police found 
Lake and Riley's body. Police say the 26-year-old suspect didn't know the victim. They say he acted alone and there is no further threat to the university community. A jury in South Carolina has found Dakwa Lameek Ritter guilty of killing a black transgender woman. The jury said Ritter fatally shot Dime Doe three times in August 2019 because of her gender identity. This was the first ever federal trial over an alleged hate crime based on gender identity. Former NRA chief Wayne LaPierre has been found guilty by a jury in Manhattan of misusing millions of dollars of the organization's money. CBS's Errol Barnett is covering. It is yet another victory for New York Attorney General Letitia James, who's been investigating the the NRA NRA spending practices for four years. LaPierre's decades-long influence and strategic alliance with Republicans prevented the still-debated ban on assault weapons, despite the ongoing plague of mass shootings. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. WTOP at 103. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. Welcome in. February 24th, scattered clouds, a little chilly overnight, early morning. Veronica says by daybreak on your Saturday, you're looking at 35 to 45 for the low. 39 now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Blaine. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the stories we're following for you as we roll into this 1 a.m. hour Saturday morning together here on WTOP. Breaking this morning, police locally are on the scene this hour of a barricade situation at a home in Manassas Saturday morning after reports that shots were fired at officers. Manassas City Police say this morning this all unfolded around 7 p.m. last night, Friday night, in the area of Bayberry Avenue and Liberia Avenue. Officers in the case initially said they got a call about shots being fired inside the home. When they tried to get inside, the police say the suspect actually fired their gun. It is unclear at this time if anyone was injured during the encounter. Residents are being asked to avoid the area at all costs this morning. We'll keep you updated here on WTOP, where the time now is 104. In other news, a Gaithersburg man is sentenced to eight years after hitting and killing two people in his car on Election Day in 2022. David, that that is 58-year-old Vitor Singh, was convicted of being under the influence of alcohol at the time when he ran over Miguel Ortez and Anna Margarita Ortez on November 8th of that year. That's when it happened near a Gaithersburg polling place that day on a school drive is where it was located. Now, the married couple were holding hands at the time, we're told, crossing the street to vote at an elementary school polling place that day. They left behind children and grandchildren. WTOP at 106. Another political setback this morning for those who want a new arena for the Caps and Whiz in Alexandria, Virginia. A bill that would create a stadium authority to fund and oversee the $2 billion project is now effectively dead this morning in Virginia's General Assembly. It passed in the House but did not get out of committee in the Senate. So what happens next here? Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian on WTOP says while the bill is dead, the plan for the arena is very much alive and talks are ongoing. In House Bill 29, which we passed out on Thursday, the bill is in the budget bill. And so we will take up House Bill 29 in conference. And in that conference, we will deal with the arena bill that's in the budget bill. Virginia would stand to make billions, we're told, if that new arena and entertainment district are built in the end at Potomac Yard. 
That's among the findings of an economic impact study released just this week by Alexandria. WTOP Scott Gelman Saturday morning speaks to one expert who explains that may only that may be overly optimistic. The view of this situation right now. Michael Falkender with the University of Maryland says it's reasonable to expect that people who are looking to move to northern Virginia may pick Alexandria over other neighborhoods because of a built up entertainment district at Potomac Yard. But would they really not have otherwise lived in the state of Virginia? That assumption is prompting Falkender to call the state's revenue projections overstated. If all you're doing is reallocating people who are going to live in Virginia anyways, then whether the complex is built or the complex is not built, the state is going to receive those income taxes. The analysis was done using an interest rate of about 4%. That's a rate you would use for essentially risk-free cash flows. This is a risky venture. The report estimates 22,000 jobs would be created and hundreds of events would be held at the entertainment complex. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Here at home, Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin is about to get a new bill that would raise the state's minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour. The House and Senate passing the measure this week on Friday along party lines. It would bump the current $12 an hour wage to $3.50. That would be to $13.50 by next year and would jump again to 15 bucks an hour in about two years. But the bills face an uncertain future this morning as Youngkin has previously said he is against raising the minimum wage at all. Stay tuned. It's 107. In the firefighting community, be tough has often been the message that surrounds mental health. But the D.C. Fire Department is focused on changing that message. Jamal Woods with the D.C. Fire Department remembers answering a call that hit him hard. A woman with cancer. She reminded him of his own mother who had died of the illness. So here I am. I'm holding her head up, loving her vomit. And I'm treating her the same way I was treating my mom. So next thing you know, I have tears in my eyes. And we're not supposed to have these connections. The message had always been, deal with it. But he said that's changing. At a forum on mental health at the RISE Center in Southeast D.C., Lieutenant Robert Alvarado talked about his own struggles and the need to open up. Recognize that it's the right thing to do to get mental health. It's part of doing the job well. And he said that carries over to family relationships as well. In the district, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. It's Saturday, February 24th. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us this morning's to start the weekend at one Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. weather on the 8th. Good Saturday morning to Robert Workman at the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning. Doing a lot better now on the outer loop of the Beltway between Greenbelt and College Park. Multi-vehicle crash quickly moved over to the right shoulder. Good on you, State Highway Administration. Uh, still some flashing lights and some paperwork to take care of over there, but not much in the way of delays as you head from the BWD Parkway around towards the 95 interchange. On the ride through Silver Spring and Bethesda, you're in good shape. No issues up to 70 off of the Beltway. Heading for Gaithersburg and uh, points north up towards Frederick. Westbound on I-66, lanes are open as you leave the Virginia Beltway heading out towards Fair Oaks. Eastbound, disabled vehicle with VDOT assistance between 28 and the Fairfax County Parkway ties up the right lane. Up ahead, there's construction in the express lanes. Stay in the regular lanes to get through there safely. Southbound on 95, you're okay off of the Beltway in Springfield. There's activity on the left shoulder just south of the Occoquan River Bridge and then a crash before you get to Centerport Parkway. That's been moved over to the right shoulder. Northbound, all is well on the way up to Springfield. The WTOP Traffic Center is, or sorry, the WTOP 
Mississippi Newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looks so good. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Noticeably cooler now on your Saturday. We'll have winds out of the northwest picking up around 10 to 15 miles per hour with a gust around 20 to 25. Temperatures here early this morning between 35 and 42 degrees. Later today, 42 to 47, but we're going to be a little wind chill. It'll feel like we're mainly in the 30s today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. We're at 39 degrees and holding this 1 a.m. hour. Saturday morning, it's the weekend, everybody. February 24th. Thanks for starting with us here at TOP. Brought to you this morning by Long Fins. Save 25% on Long Fins. Dex pavers and fences, six months. No payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. Saturday morning at 110 on WTOP, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Ian Crawford with us this early morning to wrap your business week. Mon ami Gabi in Bethesda shutting its doors temporarily. The Washington Business Journal reports the restaurant will close for a big renovation expected to reopen by the end of the year. After 20 years, the website DCist is gone. A splash screen on the site sends people to the website for Public Radio's WAMU, DCist's partner since 2018. Axios DC reports 15 staffers were laid off as well. The Dow up 62, the S&P up 2, both record closes, the NASDAQ down 45. Ian Crawford, WTOP News. WTOP at 111. Good morning. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, I'll trust water bottles and a flashlight to save the day, but I'll be proved wrong. With a tornado approaching, I'll realize that I like a wheelchair accessible shelter. When the floodwaters rise, I'll be up in the attic with 20 cans of beans. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. Ciao, I'm Gian Andrea Noseda, the music director of the National Symphony Orchestra. We are taking your favorite music to new heights at our next concert, and I'd love for you to take flight with us. The Washington Post raves, the NSO has a knack for making old favorites sound not just new, but renewed. March 7th through 9th, in the Kennedy Center Concert Hall, the NSO proudly presents Classics in Concert, an evening of timeless masterworks by some of the world's most celebrated composers. If you're new to the world of classical music, fear not. You'll know and love these tunes, and this concert is a perfect introduction. Captivating newcomers and seasoned fans alike with soaring melodies from Leonard Bernstein's Candide. Strauss's Deflatermouse and Rossini's William Tell, along with favorites by Sibelius, Puccini, Florence Price, William Grant Still, and more. Experience this eternal music live in all its grandeur. Don't miss classics in concert at the Kennedy Center. Tickets at nationalsymphony.org. It's Saturday. In case you didn't know that, February, I'm going to remind you, February 24th. Welcome in. Thanks for starting the weekend with us here. This morning, I'm our early morning on WTLP. If you're just joining us, look for some scattered clouds, a little chilly overnight early morning. Winds calm, though. Veronica says by daybreak, the low should be somewhere between 35 and 45 on your early Saturday. We're at 39 in our nation's capital right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're starting your morning with us at 113 on WTLP. This is WTOP News. You can have my credit card, baby. Looking for a credit card these days, are you? If you want the best rates and terms, be sure to check some small banks and credit unions. 
That is the conclusion this morning of a new report from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. This morning, consumer man Herb Weisbaum, a contributing editor at Checkbook.org, has the numbers for us to be crunched. The Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB, surveyed the market, 84 banks and 72 credit unions, and found that large banks offer worse credit card terms and substantially higher interest rates than credit unions and small banks. I found this report to be really eye-opening about the differences that people can get when they, they're able to shop around for their cards. Julie Morgan is an assistant director at the CFPB. She said the nation's 25 largest credit card issuers charge interest rates that are 8 to 10 points higher than small and medium-sized banks and credit unions, regardless of credit scores. So the median interest rate for people with good credit was 28% for the largest bank and 18% for the smaller ones. We learned that consumers are more likely to be charged an annual fee by a large credit card company than a small one. Larger issuers were three times as likely to charge annual fees, and their average fees were higher. In fact, the average Annual fees at larger institutions were 70% higher than at small banks, $157 versus $94, the CFPB found. So in general, we're talking about pretty big savings for consumers from choosing a credit card from a smaller issuer than from a larger one. So like for a person with an average balance of about $5,000, we're talking about $400 to $500 a year in savings. The banking industry disputes the CFPB's conclusions. The American Bankers Association and the Consumer Consumer Bankers Association described the credit card market as vibrant and highly competitive, offering consumers a wide range of options to find the credit card that best meets their needs. Now, if you pay your balance off in full each month, as half of all cardholders do, according to Bankrate.com, then you don't need to worry so much about interest rates. You should focus on fees. Most people don't really like annual fees, but for a certain kind of person, especially a frequent traveler, they might be worth it. Ted Rossman, senior industry analyst at Bankrate, says for someone who never carries a balance, the miles, points, or cash back could justify the annual fee. On the other hand, the CFPB cautions, cardholders may not always get the rewards program benefits that are advertised. Bank rates Ted Rossman wants everyone to know that there are plenty of good cashback rewards cards available that don't charge annual fees. We found that for most people, a no annual fee cashback card is the best choice and the most preferred option. Something like a no annual fee 2% cashback card is surprisingly hard to beat. Looking ahead, the CFPB said it plans to jumpstart competition and lower rates by providing information on credit card pricing every six months. The next report is due this spring. Consumerman Herb Weisbaum on WTOP. He's with Checkbook.org. Read more at our website A click away. Search credit card. Quick look early Saturday morning at the top stories we're following at WTLP for you this morning. That American Lunar Lander project has suffered a setback this weekend. The spacecraft said to be on its side this morning, but seems all of the projects on board are working. Stay tuned. Republican voters in South Carolina, big day today, casting their ballots this Saturday in the state's presidential primary. And former President Trump now calling on Alabama lawmakers to take quick action following the state Supreme Court's ruling this week. The frozen embryos are children. Stay with us for more in minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The possibility of lung cancer can be pretty scary, especially if you're one of approximately 8 million current or former smokers at high risk. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know that now there's a breakthrough low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early, and it only takes 60 seconds. You stop smoking. Now start screening. For an easy quiz to see if you're eligible, visit SaveByTheScan.org. It could save your life. 
SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. We all have autocorrect on our computers. But your drive home can have autocorrect, too. With WTOP traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. Delays building rapidly on I-95 through Fredericksburg. And Sean Anderson and Ann Kramer with all the news you missed while at work. We can't help you if you accidentally hit reply all on that feisty email response. (gasps) Oh, no. But we can help you get home sooner and safely. Afternoons from 2 to 7 on WTOP News. Facts matter. Coming right up this half hour on WTOP, right after traffic and weather Saturday morning. Not just dinner, but drinks for delivery in Maryland? I'm John Dome. And- Good morning. Welcome in. 118 on WTOP. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Robert Workman first this morning with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. Accident moved out of the way, outer loop of the Beltway between Kenilworth Avenue and Route 1 in College Park. It may be completely gone from the shoulder by the time you get over there. The delays certainly are gone now as you head from Greenbelt over towards Silver Spring. Authorities now checking for a crash southbound on the BWD Parkway right inside the Beltway near 410. We'll keep an eye on that for you. Earlier problem southbound on DC 295 was a crash reported down near Pennsylvania Avenue. Looks like that is out of the travel portion now. Beltway looks good across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. No issues across any of the Anacostia or Potomac River crossings downtown. Earlier disabled vehicle in Virginia eastbound on I-66 before Fairfax County Parkway. Now reported over on the right shoulder. Up ahead, there is still road work in the express lanes as you head past 123. A couple of incidents southbound on I-95 moved to the shoulder. Southbound at the Occoquan. It's along the left side. Southbound down near Centerport Parkway. Crash over on the right side. Northbound. Your lanes are open and incident-free all the way up to 495. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Some scattered clouds this morning and a mixture of clouds and sunshine for later today. You'll notice the cool down. It is going to be a chillier day for you. 35 to 42 degrees this morning, 42 to 47 degrees for the afternoon. That is at and below average with our temperatures this afternoon. On top of that, we'll have a northwesterly breeze that will offer a little more of a chill. Lighter winds on Sunday were back to sunshine and higher temperatures near 50 degrees. I'm 7 News. Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 39 degrees in Alexandria. It's 42 pin quarter, 38 Columbia, 39 in holding in our nation's capital. 1 a.m. hour, Saturday morning, February 24th. Thanks for starting your weekend with us. Brought to you this time around as you join us this morning by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check him out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. It's 120 on WTOP. Stay up to date with WTOP News and 7 News First Alert Weather. This place has a pulse. You hear it in the canopy. Feel it in the ground. Life, fully illuminated, engulfs you. From the birds singing in the treetops above to the tiniest insects in the soil below, you take a deep, cleansing breath, filling your lungs with the essence of the forest. Now, imagine it's all gone. Healthy, life-giving forests reduced to nothing. No singing birds, no lush canopy, and water and food in short supply around the world. Time is running out to protect our forests. And without our love, they can and will disappear. It's our choice. Love it or lose it. Help protect our forests. Visit World Wildlife Fund at wwf.org slash love. 
Good Saturday morning. Welcome into WTLP, February 24th. Time now is 1.21. You're listening to WTOP News. Here at home, word this morning that a D.C. officer gets a plea deal after shooting and killing a man who was driving away. Ben's family is now very angry about this. 42-year-old Sergeant Ennis Jevrick was charged in the case with murder at first, but was then allowed to plead guilty to a reduced charge this week of involuntary manslaughter. He could face 11 years. Antoine Gilmore was found unconscious or asleep at the wheel of a BMW at a traffic light at New York and Florida Avenues in the middle of the night back in August of 2021. Now, we're told at least one officer noticed a handgun, apparently, that was located in Gilmore's waistband at the time. As officers surrounded the car, Gilmore said to started driving away, and body cam footage actually shows Jeverick firing 10 rounds. Gilmore's sister is quoted by the Washington Post saying, some justice is better than no justice, but it is also true that some justice is no justice at all. You know, you can get almost anything these days delivered right to your doorstep. In Maryland, locally, that includes cannabis products. Some of the state's bigger liquor stores also deliver. However, a bill being considered right now by the state Senate in Maryland would allow more of them to do that. Maryland's Senate Finance Committee heard arguments for and against a bill that would allow liquor stores to team up with third-party delivery services like DoorDash to have alcohol sent right to your home. This would allow a smaller a retailer to also be able to offer that amenity. Caitlin McDonough was there testifying for DoorDash, which supports the bill. Our deliverers, you know, similar to if you work in a restaurant that serves alcohol, earn much higher wages when they're able to do this. Counties would have to opt in even if the bill passes, and users would have to have ID scanned at the time of purchase and delivery. And we sincerely believe that's exactly what's going to happen. That wasn't enough for Montgomery County Senator Ben Kramer. I'm not a fan. A vote will come later this session. John Dome in WTOP News. Here at home, Arlington County could be getting a new sewer plan. Arlington Now reports this weekend the county board could approve the sanitary sewer collection system plan anytime now. Designed to prepare, we're told, the county for continued growth through 2045. Just one airline delay is usually bad enough, but can you imagine your flight being postponed 10, count them, 10 different times? It happened, apparently, to some Air Canada passengers trying to fly from Fort Lauderdale to Toronto happened over the weekend, last weekend, Sunday night. The flight was scheduled to take off in the evening. Then it was delayed and delayed and delayed two more times before they actually canceled it all together before midnight. The next day apparently was no better, with six more delays dragging passengers along for 27 hours before they finally, what, took off, as they're supposed to do. The airline blamed too much airport traffic at the time. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. It is now 125 and Rob's turn this morning. The Wizards took a 147-106 beating in Oklahoma City, their second blowout loss on the road in as many nights. The Thunder made half of their 43-point attempts and nearly 60% of their shots overall. Interim coach Brian Keefe, why was that? Penetration. Um, and then they, to be honest, they hit every shot in the first half. I don't think they missed much. I think they shot like 70%. That probably wasn't going to stay at that level the whole game, but they were comfortable shots. We didn't make them miss. Give credit to them. Especially Shea Gilgis-Alexander, who had a game-high 30 points. The Wizards now losers of 10 in a row. 